Welcome back to We Talking About Practice? That's right, I'm your host John Vallejo as always And oh my god What did I witness yesterday? For those of you that don't know what I, what the hell I'm talking about I'm talking about Champions League, Round of 16, PSG, Real Madrid And that collapse, that debacle that is PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, oh goodness i mean by now everyone's seen the, the match and so there is no need for me to recap but i will give it a very quick recap before we get into what's really important and what what i want to talk about which is how and why did they let this happen yet again so all right let's get to it oh i, I i'm just it, it's tough I, I can't even get the words out it's so frustrating to watch a squad that um, to watch a, a squad who has a yearly this this is these are the salaries for the players okay just so we we understand four hundred and twenty one point six million dollars a year is what gets paid to these players but we'll get to that in a minute so the match itself listen the first half was you you could say that that Mbappe was putting on a clinic and um, there were two goals that were called back. Because of offsides, I mean, offsides by a foot, maybe, foot and a half. Um, it could very easily have been 3-0 at the half for PSG. However, and, uh, you know, as well as as well as well as PSG was playing in the first half yesterday, ball movement, crisp passes, making some, some very aggressive runs, um, Real Madrid had... A couple of chances with uh, Karim Benzema, who, again, was not able to convert, uh, but he won a couple balls in the air inside the box, and he came close as well. Just as easily as it could have been 3-0 PSG, it could have been 2-1 Real Madrid. And so we, I, I guess that didn't get talked about as much, especially by the play-by-play the -play and the announcers, the broadcasting team. Because PSG was flowing so well, because they were moving the ball so nicely and attacking, and and that was the story of the first half. Really, a couple of an incredible goal by an incredible goal by by Mbappe, and two goals that were called back on offsides calls that were legitimate offsides calls. But had had they had he waited just a little more. Uh, he didn't need to be offside. He didn't need to try to take that advantage because he already he already had the inside track, and so a little bit of impatience cost uh cost him two goals, two additional goals in the first half. Uh, the second half, the first ten minutes or so, I saw PSG playing. They were playing not as aggressive as the first half. They looked a little more cautious, but they were still uh they were still getting after it. But after the first ten minutes. Of the second half, uh, we're talking about really maybe 15 minutes, minute 60, it was a completely different team. And, and look, this is how much ball possession PSG had in the first half combined that at the end of the game, PSG still had a 53 or 54% uh, uh, margin on, on uh, time of possession. That's how much they controlled the game in the first half. But right around minute 60, the last 30 of, of yesterday's match was incredible because PSG was trying to play keep keep away. Uh, they were not attacking. They were staying around midfield, passing the ball back 
to to the defense, to Dunaruma, and that's how they got in trouble. That pass back to Dunaruma, which, by the way, those of you that don't know, uh, Al-Khalafi, reportedly, Mar- Marca, the, the Spanish newspaper, the daily sports newspaper, is reporting that Al-Khalafi was, uh, <laughs> was livid. And at the end of the game, he stormed over to the referee's room complaining about uh, a non-call when uh, Benzema challenged Akalafi inside the box and they didn't give him a yellow and of course that led to to Rao's first goal uh, not only did it lead to Rao's first goal but it it sort of woke them up it woke them up to the fact that these close chance these chances they had in the first half that they were so close on but weren't able to convert well it woke them up to the fact that hey we are we are Real Madrid we still have 30 minutes of football left and they went on the attack like no other. And look, it's a combination of Real going on the attack and PSG once again capitulating. Once they see a little bit of a challenge, they they folded. They folded. They did not attack anymore. They were on full-on defensive mode. And I compare it to I compare it to American football when teams are trying to protect the lead instead of trying to win a game and they play prevent defense. So as opposed to continuing to attack and be aggressive and, and waiting for opportunities to counter, uh, PSG, PSG just decided to fall back, uh, pull back. And, and you know, you're going to have to excuse me as I take a sip of water. But they, their, their, their mentality, the way that they approached the game, their strategy, their body language, everything changed. It was, I, I, I couldn't believe that I was watching it happen live. And you could see their demeanor changed. Uh, I could see it change in front of me. And um, again, like I said, they capitulated yet again. I don't know what it is. You know, I, 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 I've heard it. I heard it say uh, it was real Ferdinand after in in the post game show who said it's in their DNA, regardless of who the manager is. It's in PSG's DNA. And it's not these players, it's, it, it, it applies to players before them, but it's in their DNA to capitulate, to just give up and, and stop fighting back when it gets just a little tough. I don't know where that comes from. It could, it could be that, you know, they're, the last five to six years, they're, they've been used to having their way, right? Ever, ever since uh, Akalafi purchased them in 2011 and became president and CEO, they've, they've pretty much had their way in Ligue and so maybe they're just used to that. They're used to not having to put up a fight. They're used to not really being challenged. And when they're challenged uh, in the French league, they're not. It's it's not a real challenge. So they don't have to. They don't have to put up any real fight back. Um, and it shows. It shows on the international stage. And when when they leave France and they have to play uh, these top clubs, you can see um, it happens time and time and time again. And uh, look, I talked about uh, I talked about uh, uh, Al Khalafi being uh, storming down to the referee's room. Uh, Marka reported reports that he threatened referees, shouting, "I will kill you." <laughs> uh, but that wasn't the only scuffle or the only heated moment. Supposedly, Neymar and Donnarumma had to be pulled apart uh, in their dressing room. Because obviously uh, they had they were having a, a verbal back and forth, and <laughs> Neymar tells Dunaruma, uh, blaming Dunaruma for that first goal, 
And then Donnarumma responds with, well, it's it's your, your, you're the, the reason why they scored the second goal because of a mistake you made. And then they they uh, started to get into it and they had to be pulled apart. And it's not surprising that something like that would go on, right? You're, you're paying these players. I started the show off by, by mentioning how much they're making. So again, their yearly wages are $421.6 million. That comes out to something like 363 million euros a year. The average player is making $11.7 million a year, all right? On a, <laughs> on a weekly basis, PSG's payroll is $8.1 million. Let that sink in. $8.1 million on a weekly basis for their entire payroll. That, that averages out to $225,000 a week per player. And look, here are some of their top um, annual salaries. Messi, $72 million. Neymar, $63 Mbappé, 36. Sergio Ramos, who's about 78 years old, making 30 million. Uh, Kimpembe, 20 million. Donnarumma, 20 million. Or they're both at 20.5 million. Look, that can't happen. Regardless of whether it was a yellow flag or not on, on Benzema, that cannot happen, what Donnarumma did. You cannot, playing away with a 1-0 lead, you cannot be that careless. It cannot happen. And while that first goal was on him, clearly the rest of the the other two goals, they were not on him. The, the other two goals were we go back to PSG just laying on their backs and being helpless, capitulating yet again. That's that's where you put the blame on on the other two goals. I don't know if you blame blame it on the forwards, if you blame it on the on the manager, if you blame it on terrible defense. But uh, I know that the blame is gonna go on Dunaruma for for the entirety of this because once that first goal is scored, Rao wakes up to the fact that that they can't score, that this is possible, and you know again he's he's part to blame for he's not part to blame he's wholly to blame for that first goal. But you can't put the entirety of the blame for how that game turned out on him. Um, you know, maybe Real Ferdinand has something. Maybe maybe it is in their DNA. Maybe playing in the French League, which is one of the least competitive leagues in the world, uh, or challenging leagues in the world, maybe playing in that for the year softens them up. And so when they go to international competition, they don't they don't respond the same way. They don't respond well because they don't have to respond well when they play in France. And so when it comes to the international stage, they're not used to having to respond in the way that they should have responded yesterday, which was to gather themselves and continue attacking. I mean, you have a 2-0 aggregate aggregate lead with 45 minutes left to play. You cannot give up three goals in, what, less than 30 minutes? You can't give up two goals within a span of 90 seconds. That's... That's unacceptable. You can't put that on one player alone. <sighs> Yet again, I got to drink more water. Um, and look, <laughs> it, it goes... What, what's going to happen? Look, some, just to go over these contracts, Messi's contract expi- expires June of 2023. Neymar is there till 2025, June. Of course, we all know Mbappe is... His contract expires this June. And we all we all expect the same thing, right? We all know. We all, we we know he's going to Rao. That's <laughs> he's going to Rao, and not only that, but PSG foolishly thought that they were going to keep him. So so PSG is losing him, and they're not getting anything back. 
and uh, they didn't take advantage when they could have. Um, they could have done something to get value for him, but but they didn't make a move, and so his contract is going to expire. He's going to row, and I don't know. I mean, if PSG thought they were going to get him back this game, if his eyes weren't already opened, you know, opened uh, opened his eyes. There's no way that Kylian Mbappe says, "Oh, this happened again. Let me come back and 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 try to change it around." How many times is he or anyone going to come back? How many players? How many millions are they going to pay for the same results? Four hundred and twenty-one point six million dollars a year to these players, and for what? For a result that is expected on the international stage, for a team to completely just lay on their back and let another team run them over when things get just a little tough. That's what you're paying almost half a billion dollars for. It's unacceptable. And, um, you know, I've been a big PSG fan, not because I follow them closely. I mean, I've been a fan because, and usually I'm, I'm a fan of the underdog, but I've been a fan of them because, holy hell, you pay that much money. You want to see results. That's what happens when you put super teams together. You expect to see these super teams win. And uh, it hasn't been the case with them. They've had all the glory uh, at a national level uh, within you know, within French soccer, French, fo- French football. But uh, it has not translated well to the international stage. I'm not sure what, what happens from here, uh, how they're going to try to reload. But uh, this, was not, this was not a good look for PSG. Yet again... Uh, Giving up a two-zero aggregate league, aggregate lead, uh, with forty-five minutes to go. Uh, we'll see how they try to recover from this latest collapse. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thanks again for listening to the show. Subscribe to catch the next episode, and you can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Catch you next time. <laughs>